I heard my grandmother calling. I'll be right back, Graham. Two middle-aged women approached Lee. One of them was Pastor Stephen's wife, a woman known for causing trouble. I tuned in to eavesdrop and pick up what I could as I narrowed the distance. Lee, where's your contribution to our lunch? Don't you plan to stick around for once? Letty asked. The other woman, Myrtle, gave a disgusted sound like she was coughing up something in her throat. I don't even know why you make the effort with her. She's only going to dive out again, as usual. Lee blushed from the scooped neck of her blouse to the top of her ears. With her porcelain complexion and fair hair, there was no hiding the embarrassment. Whatever she said in reply was too low for my keen ears to pick up, but it was apparent she was excusing herself. Our eyes met from across the foyer, and I caught my breath as if I'd been sucker-punched. Her grey irises were as pale as the rest of her, clear as a pre-dawn sky. She broke eye contact first and looked away. The sorrow in Lee's features called to the eagle inside me, and before I knew it, I was sprinting to the door. When I descended the steps, I saw her scurrying down the sidewalk at a brisk power walk. Two teen boys, one blonde and one dark-haired, were hooting and making catcalls at her, being general pricks. Don't see why you're leaving so quickly. You need all the Jesus you can get, the blonde called to her. I frowned and brushed past them. Oh, shit, the dark-haired boy muttered. Why didn't you say MacArthur was nearby? The other asked. Didn't see him, the blonde whispered. Hold on a second, I called to Lee. Lee slowed ahead of me and peeked back over her shoulder, uncertainty on her face. Me? You shouldn't let them run you off, ma'am. Lee, she corrected. Lee Denton. Ian MacArthur. Her eyes went as round as two buttons. You're a lot younger than I thought you were. Thanks. Uh, you seem to know about me, but I don't know the first thing about you. You're like a legend around here, Mr. MacArthur. They named the new food pantry after you, and the town libraries named after your father. A grin slipped onto my face. Ian, I corrected her this time, and they named it after my grandfather. Lee studied me and then gazed at our surroundings with distrust, her big grey eyes darting to each side. Did I do something wrong? Is that why they sent you after me? Not at all. Actually, I was going to ask you why you weren't sticking around. Lee fidgeted and avoided meeting my eyes. They don't really like me, but I like to go hear the singing. She resumed her walk again, clutching a tattered grey synthetic leather purse against her side. It probably cost her five dollars at the general store. And the luncheon? I prodded, keeping pace with her. It's rude to take when you don't contribute. I'm not a mooch, she snapped back, revealing more with her defensiveness. Can't cook? I asked. Maybe I was a legend in these parts, but she didn't seem impressed or willing to slow for me. I cook fine, I guess. When I attempted to strike up conversation again, she picked up speed to leave me behind. She was a tall girl with a long stride, easily five ten or taller, and just a couple of inches below my own height. While her skirt was modest, it didn't conceal the strength of her calves and legs. Taking the hint, 
I suppressed the urge to give chase. My eagle fought against my willpower, suddenly a screaming and raging beast. In all of my years it had never reacted with as much intensity over a woman. Many shifters spent our entire lives looking for the right person, our soulmate, so to speak, and in Lee I'd found mine. She crossed the next street and disappeared into a dilapidated home, barely larger than my garden tool shack. Most houses in the poorer side of Quickdraw were uninhabitable tinderboxes ready to collapse. Lee remained on my mind during the walk back to the church. Someone had hurt that girl, making her cold and unreceptive to even innocent friendship. I found Graham waiting for me on the steps with a frown on her face. Ian, where were you? I walked home the young woman Letty and Myrtle were harassing.